an interesting am I wrong today. Yeah. One may say titillating. Oh, come on. Don't do that. <laughs> That's a, that is the proper word to use for it. Grow up a little bit. It was bit. about a wardrobe malfunction. I'm being a little sophomoric. Plus another fun round of uh, the Winstock uh, Prison prices, right? I love the prison prices, right? And I really want to apologize for maybe it's just me. I'm letting everyone down. I'm bringing in things I actually find interesting, and I'm not realizing it is only just me. But you did bring a good happy hour. Yes, I did. Thank so, you. So, all right. Thank you very much. Come on now. You get to hear it all right now on the podcast. Kelly and Wood. Expose yourself by accident. Oh. That's what we have up today in Am I Wrong? We are joined by Autumn, and this is where we find out someone has an issue in their life. They want to know if they're wrong or not. So, Autumn, why are you on Am I Wrong today? Okay. So, um, you know, holiday parties are in full swing, and we got to go to one a couple days ago. And um, it's like one of those awesome, like, post-Thanksgiving, everybody, like, pressures off, and now it's just the weekend. It was amazing. Anyway, um, so we were there and having a great time, and we looked cute, my boyfriend and I, and everybody was posting photos online afterwards. And I ended up in the background of one of the photos that's like posted on Facebook. Okay. And there's my, my dress was, it's kind of sleeveless. It's got like top, this might be too much detail for you guys. But anyway, it was really cute. And it had like these little like fringy sleeves, but there was nothing underneath. So it was sort of like a tank top, but tank top with like stuff on top. And um, it was kind of loose. Um, but so I was in the background and I was leaning over doing something. I'm not like part of the picture. I'm just like leaning over to, you know, dip a chip or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, you could totally just like the angle just hit it perfectly where you could just like totally see inside to my dress. Um, like you could, it's, it's a, it's a boob shot. I mean, that's uh, basically what it is. Oh, but, hello. You know. Okay. Yeah, you can say that. We can. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I was going to help I you along there. I was like, this is going to sound super perverted if I say it. <clears throat> well, exactly. But, I mean, I had on a, you know, a bra. I was covered. I mean, nothing you wouldn't see on the on the beach for sure. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of laughed it off. I just don't think it's that big of a deal. I think it's actually pretty funny. Um, but my boyfriend is pretty upset about it and he wants them to take it down and i'm like i'm not gonna ask someone to take down like the group photo that was really good of their little friend group and i'm just in the background dipping a chip and yeah it's it's just funny i think it's funny that oh there it is the whole thing because the <laughs> side angle from the back it was just like you can just totally see in there because hmm, if I'm, su- I'm not upset i don't think that he should be upset I'm surprised you're not though. Like I'm surprised you're really your breast being exposed isn't more like oh god would you guys mind? It's not my. I mean that's just how I. It's it's not yes it's a boob shot but it's not like you see in my lacy bra I had a camisole on underneath it and so I mean it's it's very yes it's like underneath my dress but right you're just a you're a free spirit. Yeah, I'm not like, you know, laying on Seinfeld with, you know, like, the, the oops on the Christmas card. No. Yeah. That's not it at all. Oh, wow, yeah. So, gonna... <laughs> so let me ask you, and I and I do think this matters. Who took the picture? Was it a guy or a girl? Uh, it was a girl. Okay. Okay. I, I'll be real with you. I think you, you're 100% right here. I, I, what's the big deal? Hey, hey, we all got them. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I'm on the boyfriend side a little bit. Really? 
Just where it's like, I don't know, could you maybe crop her out or something? I mean, I, I get that part of it, but I mean, it was an it was done on accident, or you know, I mean, it's yeah. to me, there's no ill intent, there's no maliciousness. There's, there's no to ill it. intent, but your your boob is just sitting there. Like if this was you on Mardi Gras whipping out the old twins, all right, that's a little different. This was just almost. Uh, I mean, was he going to follow you around and make sure you never wear this dress or get a chip ever again? You know, I mean. Come on! So he, has, he does not want me to wear the dress. That's for sure. He's like, "You're not wearing the dress again," and he wants it. But yeah, totally taken down. Now this may be, oh god, a tad inappropriate. But I'll ask. You, are you quite proud of yours? Yeah. Um, yes, they are spectacular. Not gonna lie. <laughs> we got a Seinfeld fan on the phone. I, I'm not gonna lie. I don't see a problem here. I, I, for me, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you were doing it every day or you were going to work and doing this on purpose, okay, I can see that. But this is literally an accident. I mean, it's in right there. Like, it's an do, accident. Do girls get, like, a thrill when they when they flash them? Like, just knowing what it does to a man? Does it give you just a little bit of a, a tingle? I mean, not, not to, like, random guys, but I love to just, like, flash my boyfriend every once in a while when I'm sure nobody's looking. So, yeah, I mean, I do keep that, like, just, just for him. Getting a little warm well, in the studio. Hey, Kelly Jordan's <laughs> taking a sip of his water four times during this phone call. <laughs> All right. Well, before, because I can see we're teetering here, Wood. Right. We're teetering. So let me let me ask one more question to bring it back in here. Please. Like, your coworkers, like, what kind of place do you work? Now, I guess I never asked. Is this your work? Because you said it was a work party. Is this your work party or his work party? It's his work party. Ooh, actually, that kind of changes it a little bit. That changes it a lot. I mean, a, l- a yeah. little bit. Especially if he works with a bunch of guys, you know, and they're going to be like, oh, dude. So what? Yeah. Enjoy the show, man. I get those every day. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it's an interesting one. This I is don't see really, a problem. Because I think you and I kind of disagree on this one. Big and, time. And uh, you're more you're more on Autumn's side. But this is what we do now, Autumn. We put you on hold, and you can hear all the calls and hear all the texts that we're about to take. And we'll find out, are you wrong for not caring that your breast was exposed in a holiday. That's dude. You're that's like his, using that word. No, that's his like clinical. That's the clinical word for. Okay, ma- your mammary was exposed. <laughs> oh, that's worse. Uh, in a holiday photo, you don't care. Your your boyfriend is mad about it. But are, are you wrong or is he wrong? Right. That's what we're trying to figure out. Exactly. Thank All you. right. All right. Hold on. We're gonna put you on hold. Okay. Okay. All right. No matter where you're listening, 320-656-9453. And I would love to talk to somebody who's been through something like this as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have a story of a, of a wardrobe malfunction, man or a woman. And would you just be upset that this happened? Well, yeah. I can't imagine myself getting upset if this was my wife. All right. Well, 320-656-9453. Let's get those calls and texts in here. Kelly Autumn had a wardrobe malfunction that was captured on film at a Christmas party, and it was her husband's, uh, our boyfriend's, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, boyfriend's Christmas party. And her boyfriend is like, hey, contact them, tell them, take it down. She's like, no, I don't care. Just a little wardrobe malfunction. Big deal. Right. She wants to know, is she wrong? That's why she's on with us today. 320-656-9453. Three. Would you be upset if this happened to you? Probably not. You wouldn't care? No, but but the boyfriend did care. <laughs> he's yeah. She said he's upset uh-huh. about it. Well, if it was an accident, truly an accident, I guess not. <laughs> Has anything like that ever happened to you? Um, I don't think so. No. Okay. Well, congrats on keeping those puppies put away. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, if you're walking around there flopping all around all of a sudden, then we would have a problem. This was just an accident. Right. All right. Before Wood goes any further, I'm going to say thank you for the call. Watch yourself now. Not that kind of show. We got some texts coming in, too. Uh, A lot of people texting in, can they see a picture 
The, can they see the picture before oh, they for, have it assigned? For Pete's sake. Kelly guys. and I will reenact the photo later on That's for anyone right. that asks and just send it to you there. My nipples are so small, though, I don't even know if they would show up on film. Got some little guys right there. They're like the size of a dime. Uh, other people texting in says, look, if you have complete trust in your partner, this shouldn't be a problem. Other people saying camera on phones are a huge selling point because maybe they can go in there and edit it. Right. A lot of people talking about that. Blur it out. Uh, Jesse texts in, hey, nothing was exposed. This isn't a big deal. Guys freak out about this more than ladies. That could be. Uh, Miranda says it's her body. If you're not, if she isn't upset about it, why is he? It'd be different if everything was showing or she did it on purpose. <laughs> right. Uh, Jeff says not wrong. It's not like the whole thing was out there. It was covered Honestly, you would probably see more if she was wearing a swimsuit than in the picture. That's true. Oh, we got someone on Holdwood, but I'll let you finish this text. Someone on Hold says this happened, exact same thing happened to them. So, uh, okay. Hold on, I'm going to put him on hold real quick. You keep reading text. Uh, someone who went through something similar to this. Look, if you had no idea about this, no one can be upset about it. If you did know, or if he knew, then it was his fault. I had my bra show when the sunlight hit me down at a gathering last September. My husband had no clue of seeing it. The entire time, my friend actually told me, hey, everyone's seeing your business here. <laughs> I remember one time we were in uh, Mexico. I was down there with my brother and his wife, and we all took this picture like riding in this cart. And when the picture came back, you could totally see up my sister-in-law's skirt. Oh! it was She was wearing underwear and everything, dude. It wasn't... Right. We have to be able to talk about these things in a mature manner. Right. You can't flip out every time I say you could see up her skirt or a boob was hanging oh. out. Oh! What, what did your brother say? She, he was like, oh, nice, Julie. <laughs> Classic Julie. Yeah. That was man. Julie embarrassed? I, I think it was... We all laughed about it. Because mm -hmm. it wasn't like, you know... I, we had been seeing her in a swimsuit all week, so it's not like it was a big deal. Oh. <laughs> Dude, are you this prude? <laughs> My goodness. How do you have two children? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can't tell you that. I'll explain it later. Uh, Stephanie Dixon, I think men overreact to this. Uh, we dress how it... We dress to feel good about ourselves, not for anyone else. I actually wore a tight dress to my boyfriend's friend's wedding. He wasn't a fan of it in that atmosphere. Okay. Well, if you're looking good, keeping everything oh, man. tight, you know, I, what's the problem? I love when my wife wears a tight dress when we go out and people oh. say it. <laughs> Uh, other people texting in. How about Brian? He says, honestly, I'd be proud of it. Be like, yep, that's my girl. <laughs> All right. Well, let's do this. Let's uh, get this person on the phone who said that she uh, went through the same thing. Keep those calls and texts coming in, though. So what happened? Yeah. Yeah, I did. And it, it, it was really pretty much the same thing. Okay. I mean, it, it, wasn't, um, <laughs> it wasn't at the office, but it was at a party. And, you know... People laughed about it. You got to remember that you set the tone for how people are going to react. So right. if it's like how the boyfriend's reacting, then it's going to be a problem and it's going to be like this whole thing. But if you just laugh about it and go, oopsie, oh, well, I guess I had a, I, I had a wardrobe malfunction, you know, make a joke out of it. And we'll we'll keep this as clean as possible, and we won't be sophomoric about it. But what ha what happened yeah. in your picture? Well, I was wearing this uh, low cut top, and it was like one of those wrap things that kind of wraps one side and then the other wraps over. Okay. And I just happened to like be leaning in for the picture and twisting, 
because I was trying to like fit. Ev- there were a lot of people in the picture, and I was just trying to fit everybody, and it just like twisted in just this certain way that you could like see my boobs through the through the wrap thing that right. was that was happening. So yeah, it just yeah. Now, did you have a boyfriend at the time? Uh, no, actually, I didn't. Okay. Did you have Did you have one after that? Then watch stuff now. <laughs> Not because of the picture, but that was, you know. <laughs> I figured they'd be lining up at your front door after that. Watch yourself now, Kelly. Like, woo! <laughs> hey, party girl, let's go. No, 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 no. Uh, you know, we just we just made a joke out of it. And every so often, somebody will go, oh, my gosh, wardrobe malfunction, ha, ha, ha. And we yeah. just laugh it off because, you know, it's honestly, dude, it's just a boob. <laughs> hey! <laughs> That's a woman's perspective. That's right. We, and we needed that today. <laughs> right? Thank you so much for the call. All right. Let's take a quick little break. Let's cool out a yes. little bit, huh? Come on. We'll keep the calls, keep the text coming. Is Autumn wrong for not caring that she showed her entire thing mm. in a picture? 320-656-9453. We got her judgment coming Kelly up next. Wood. All right. Autumn's on hold because her, her breast mm-hmm. was exposed in a picture. Uh, at her boyfriend's work party that is now up on social media. Her boyfriend is upset, wants her to take it down, or wants her to like contact them and say, please take this picture down. Right. Right? So we're just asking, Autumn's asking, is she wrong for not really caring about it all that much? What were you saying about this? She said she was exposed, but was it like the whole boob or just like a side boob thing? Because if it was like you see her nipple in the photo, yeah, I'd say he he's in the right. Okay. So you believe that but, is the line of demarcation for you? Yeah, no. As long as it's like just like the skin around that, that's fine. It's it's just skin. But once you see like the whole thing, that's where it kind of becomes problematic. Has anything like this ever happened to you? I'd say the closest thing was I kind of bent down too fast wearing a dress and it rode up on me. That's oh. the closest. Oh, yeah. so the back end was your problem, not the front side. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got to bend at the knees like a lady. I remember one time at a New Year's Eve party that I was working at, my wife slipped down some steps and everyone got the whole wow, the whole shebang there. <laughs> yeah. That, but there was no that photos. Can... There was no photos of it, though. Thank God. The, the, the problem with mine was I was coming off stage at a choir concert. <laughs> <laughs> what a show, huh? <laughs> Joy to the world. It was backstage. <laughs> Only my classmates behind me saw. Encore! Encore! <laughs> All right. Enough. Come enough. On. I knew it was going to go like this. She's All going right. in to help. Right. Thank you very much for the call. Have a good day, guys. Bye. How about this text? I'm keeping names out of it, all right? Okay. I have one worse than all of this. Whoa. Uh, My boyfriend at the time and I, we were going to be going on vacation, and I was swimsuit shopping. Hard for me to say. I would send him a swimsuit here and there to see what he thought. I decided to spice it up a little. Oh, lady. So I sent a topless photo. The problem was, when I sent it to him on Snapchat, I accidentally sent it. To one of our friends as well. <laughs> it was a guy. My boyfriend, though, thought it was absolutely hilarious. Oh, man. Guess what? We're now married. We still joke about it to this day. That's great. Good for you for having a good outlook Ooh, on it. I mean, careful with technology. You do. Well, should we get Autumn back on the phone and give her her judgment? I think we got enough here. All right, Autumn, you heard all the calls. You heard all the texts. Your judgment today on Am I Wrong? No one thinks you're wrong, and no one necessarily thinks your boyfriend's wrong, but they're like, hey, maybe they could just crop you out of it. Mm -hmm. 
I just feel, I just feel so awkward because, yeah, it was like a friendly work party, but they're still his work friends, so I don't know them well enough to do it. So I guess, I guess he's going to have to be the one to ask him to crop it out. That's what so. I was about to say. I'll say put that on him. Yeah. Because then if he's too scared to do it, well, then the hell with it. You're, you know, you're in the free and clear of it all. Yeah. And if you don't like everyone seeing That'll the Midwest too, then you go handle it. Hey, watch yourself now. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm okay with that, I guess. Yeah, that's fine. Even though I still think it's funny. I just, I mean, it is totally accidental. It was a perfect, it was a perfect, just like the angle and the the moment and everything. The lighting. Like, wow, you could have captured it better. And, you know, it's <laughs> I, funny. What, what is the name of his workplace? <laughs> Why? Are they Do they have, what is their social media page? I will say this. I find it incredibly refreshing, and I, I applaud you for just being cool about it. Right, you know what exactly. I mean? Because, you know, take the mad whatever out of it. I just think you're, a, Billy, just be like, hey, this is just a fun thing. I think we miss a lot of that in the world today. Yeah. No, there's no lawsuits flying around. Right. It's just like, all right, it slipped out. And, and honestly, I mean, I think it's a little better since you are a woman. You know, if I hung the old pickle around the <laughs> office here, we'd probably be in a different situation. I'd but. definitely be following a lawsuit. <laughs> again but i just I, I just wanted to give you a little credit right there in all this well thanks and and i will say if it had been like my super lacy bra that was out there in the world i would be a little bit like uh more nervous about it but i don't know I just thought it was fun. hey that's what you, well, my mom always used to tell me make sure you're wearing clean underwear you never know who's gonna see it today. that's right so you, you took that and i guess a lot of people saw yours so congrats <laughs> well thank you they're lucky Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We're going to give it a trashy score. Then we're going to put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida. Texas, my friend. Southwestern trash. Oh, my. Well, that's where we have a young man. Emphasis on young. 17-year-old John Carter. Now, John apparently does not have a home, so he still has to ask mom for money whenever he wants to go buy things. Oh, man. That's tough at 17. It is. Because, you know, you got to get a lot of things, right? Gas. Maybe right. you want to go out on a date. Maybe you got a gal you're trying to impress. Well, not John. He went to mom and said, Mom, I need some monies. When she asked what for, he said, So I can go buy marijuana. <laughs> Believe it or not, mom wasn't hip to that plan. Mom said, no, I am not giving you money to go buy drugs. Now did John say, ah, thanks for caring about me, Mom. I'm back on the straight and narrow. Thank you, Mom. Did John maybe say, you know what, I'll go get my own job for my own drugs. No, instead said, John said, all right, I'll, I'll fix your little red wagon, Mom. That's when he went into his mom's closet and began setting her clothes on fire. <laughs> Dang. Now that escalated quickly. As you can imagine, setting clothes on fire inside of an apartment is all sorts of bad. Well, mom came in, put the clothes out, and the two began to battle. That's when 911 showed up, and you can imagine the room was all smoky. (coughs) Did you set a dress on fire? (laughs) Well, when officers asked John why he did this, he was very honest. He said, that's because she wouldn't give me money to buy weed. That officer probably thought to himself, my word, what a day this will be. Um, Believe it or not, this is all sorts of against the law. Now, not asking for money, that's not against the law. No. Not even planning to buy drugs with the money is against the law. But 
Setting your mama's dress on fire? That is against the law. He was arrested for arson and taken to jail. By the way, mom said, leave him in there a little bit. Let him learn a lesson. Let him let him cool out mm-hmm. after the hot flames. Oh, my. Wow. Something, something went wrong with that kid along the way. I, you know, sometimes you got to smack a kid upside the back of the head. Maybe this will get him on the straight and narrow, though. This will get him on the right path. That's to, what mom's hoping for. To success. All right, let's give it a story, Wood. Mm-hmm. Or give it a score. Is borrowing money from your parents at the age of 17, that's not trash. I mean, sometimes you need a little extra help. Absolutely not. Because you might be, you know, you might be working a part-time job, but it right. might not be quite enough. Okay, so I'm not going to score that. I, don't, I, I was just worried about it. And you, you want to take the, you know, maybe your girlfriend out to a fancy restaurant. Right. Okay, cool. We're on the same page with that one. Asking your mom for money for weed. Best trash. Dude, that's trash. Mm-hmm. Hey, you look up trashy in the dictionary, there's a picture of that kid sitting next oh, to Oh, yeah. That's 200 points right there. You going to your first response to set your mom's clothes on fire? That's trash. Trashy, dude. Mm-hmm. Trashy. I'll get that another 175 points right there. Especially your favorite dress. Come on. Right. Well, what else What else did this kid do? Uh, then they got into a little brouhaha. Oh, right. When you get into a little tussle with your mom, that's trashy. Yeah. Dude, there's almost nothing trashier. I'm going to score that another 200 points. Show some respect. Uh, he was arrested. That's 75. Honest with the police. That's not trashy. No, but... How about the fact that your mom's like, leave him in jail for a little bit to learn a lesson? Yes, there you go. That's trashy. If your mom ever wants you in jail, you're probably trashy. Mm -hmm. You might want to take a good hard look at yourself. There we go. Good news is he's got time to turn it around. Now we have something worth scoring here. Are you ready, Wood? Come on. Today, our gentleman wanting weed and setting clothes on fire for it earns himself a respectable... 800 points. It's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news with Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. This is a man named Robert Crane, and he lives out in Las Vegas. And about eight years ago, his daughter could not afford to get a bike for her son. And Robert thought, you know what? Every kid should have a bicycle, and every kid should have a bicycle that works for him and Mm -hmm. him or her and fits and everything else. So he just went on Facebook and was like, hey, does anybody have a bike that they'd be willing to donate for my grandson? Well, he got 80 replies on that day, people willing to donate bikes. Wow. And he said, in that moment, a light went off. So he started a foundation, a nonprofit called Bob's Bikes for Needy Kids. Now, he said he's been doing it for 10 years, and this is why. I used to sit in the casino and play poker. I haven't been in the casino in seven years. I never had a machine hug me or kiss me or say thank you. Big difference. He says this gives him a purpose in life. And so what he does, he gives away about a hundred bikes a year. Now he does and this is the crazy part. He's not just going out and buying brand new bikes for kids, which would be awesome, of mm-hmm. course. But people donate bikes that maybe their kids aren't using anymore or they need to be fixed up. And he spends the weeks leading up to Christmas refurbishing all these bikes like his garage is just full of bikes yeah and he says he loves it he said he refurbished 25 just on saturday and so he's and the only rule to get a bike from him is that the kid has to come get it themselves like with the parents right because he said otherwise i give the parents a bike maybe the kid doesn't like it then it sits in their garage forever mm-hmm. and a lot of parents when they're done with the bikes you know kids grow so fast that they'll bring the bike back and say, you know what, thank you so much for let, making sure my kid had a bike. I'd like to donate it back to you. How cool would that be as a kid to walk through there 
and get to pick out your ride. Right. You know? Because your bike was your uh, was your transportation as a kid. You bet. I used to wash my bike like a car. Like, yeah. <laughs> and just drive it around and it was all shiny, like the rims shined up and everything. It goes a little faster after you do that. <laughs> Heck yeah. Just like your car runs better when you run it through the wash. You bet. But yeah, I just think it's so cool that, that he spends just nonstop time doing this leading up to the holidays. What a great... Great story for this time of year. And he said he'll keep doing it till the good Lord tells him otherwise. What a good dude. I like Robert Crane, man. Need more people like that. And the thing is, there's a lot of people out there like that. Yep. But, well, we shine a light on them, Wood. That's the cool part. Got to, man. And we'll keep doing it every single day. Thanks to Audio Video Extremes, this was your happy hour. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. You know, intern Allison, you're doing a lot of laughing over there. Mm-hmm. Listen up, kids. You might learn something. How many grains of sand are on Earth, Wood? Do you know? Six quintillion. No. Dang. Seven quintillion, oh. 500 quadrillion grains of sand. And they've done that because if you estimate the size of just one grain of sand, then you do a teaspoon of it is this many and so on and so forth. So they didn't count it. Well, no. So questionable. All right, fine. Another question for you. I bet you, here, I bet you didn't know this though. Did you know that the sand at the beach is different than the sand in the desert? Why? Ha ha! Uh, see? God, you asked. Myself. Because the sand at the beach is made up of mostly like sea crushed seashells that takes thousands of years of waves beating against it. It's more of a mixture of seashells and and sand? rocks. Well, rocks that have been broken down over thousands and thousands of years of waves rushing across them, whereas the uh, sand in the desert is more of a result of being Wind. ground down. Will you let me finish a sentence, oh, maybe? Sorry. I could have swore this was my segment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That you weren't interested. You can, did he say he wasn't interested in it? Yeah. And now he is. No. Nope. So yes. And what? How deep does sand go? Like, say you're in a desert. How deep does sand? Or what? What's underneath the sand? Have you ever thought about that? Are you actually asking me? Because the last time I tried to respond, you yelled at me. No, you weren't trying to respond. You were finishing my sentences. For okay. Me. So what? What happens if you start? If you were, how deep does sand go? And what's underneath all that sand? Have you ever thought about that? Magma. No. Bedrock. If you dig <laughs> if you dig deep enough, you'll get to bedrock. About they say if you go down about 141 feet is where you'll finally if you're like in the Sahara Desert and you started digging down, you'd have to go through 141 feet of sand until you finally got to bedrock. Call me Mr. Flintstone, I can make your bedrock. Then, then what would I do? Uh, you would you would hit bedrock. <laughs> Okay. I, now you know how deep sand goes. I find this amazing. Why don't you guys find this interesting? This is literally the dumbest thing I've ever heard. No, it's not because you you didn't know the thing about the sand at the beach. I literally did. I was trying to finish your sins and you no, yelled at me. No, 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 no. I said sand at the beach is different. You said why. Okay. And I told you why and how and when and where. My God, man. You were watching a video on sand yesterday. You know what's really funny? I I, I had to pull it up on YouTube history. Let me see how long and was the view it? You went up one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was like an it was like a nine minute video. Oh, what's underneath the sand was the name of the video. It was twelve minutes long. <laughs> oh, that's like one of those videos they pull up in science class. I'm like, look, I gotta go to the bathroom. I watched a video about sand for twelve minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's just me. I would rather eat a bowl of sand than watch that video. <laughs> 
goodness. You know what I learned yesterday? Sand isn't edible. Mm. You clearly didn't know that one either. I find it interesting. I didn't know that the sand at the beach was different than the sand in the desert. You didn't either, apparently. You know, I didn't you- know I cared. Oh, wait. I didn't. Maybe you didn't find this one interesting. I gotta stop bringing in YouTube videos that I watch. Yeah, definitely. That <laughs> algorithm is just the saddest thing of all time. I'm I'm waiting for one tonight on gravel. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, mulch. Let's get wild, kids. All right, maybe you didn't find this one interesting. Whoa. But I sure did. I actually did. Unfortunately, it is a little embarrassing. By the way, this is just you. You know what sucks is we have a sponsor for this, a brand new sponsor mm. here, and I bet they're just like, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. It was sand? <laughs> you talked about sand? I don't think they've ever once listened to the show. Yeah. But I'll have another one for you tomorrow, hot and fresh, <laughs> off of the YouTube al- algorithm, yeah. and I might be the only one that finds it interesting, anyway. and that's okay, because sometimes... <laughs> we are playing the prison prices right for Winstock tickets. We got Rachel ready to play. Rachel, you there? I'm here. Alicia, are you there? I'm here. Ladies, let's play the prison price is right. So I have a couple items up for bid here in the prison commissary, and we're going to get, it doesn't matter if you go over or whatever, just whoever gets closest. Of course, Kelly Jordan, you're representing the texters. I'm going to do my best, everyone. And Alicia and Rachel, you guys representing yourselves. We'll start off with you, Alicia. You ever been to prison? Uh, no, but I used to work at Stern County Jail. Oh, she's got a leg up on this one. So you've been on the inside, but, you know, turning shifts (laughs) instead of time. What about you, Rachel? You ever been to prison? I have not. I was kind of hoping you said yes, then maybe, I don't know, like Alicia was like your (laughs) CO or something like that. (laughs) Well, Rachel, do you know anybody on the inside? I don't. Okay. Walking the line. I've watched too many episodes of Oz. All right, so let's get it started here. The first item up for bid in the prison price is right is a suave stick deodorant, 1.4 ounces, the powder scent, mind you. Okay. We'll start off with you, Rachel. How much would you pay in the prison prices right for a suave stick of deodorant, 1.4 ounces? $2. What was that? $2. All right, $2 even. Alicia, what about you? How much are you paying in the prison prices right for suave stick deodorant, 1.4 ounces. Oh, gosh. Um, $3.25. Kelly Jordan, representing the texters, texting in the word podcast right now to 320-656-9453 for two tickets to Winstock both days. How much are you paying in the prison prices right for a suave stick deodorant? What if I just slid right in the middle? Okay. She said Rachel said two dollars. Alicia said three twenty five. Correct. What if I said two seventy five? Kelly Jordan at two seventy five. Well, Rachel, you are still alive. Oh! That's because it was two dollars and twenty eight cents, which means unfortunately, Alicia, you are out, but you are now rooting for Kelly Jordan. All right, sounds good. Alicia, I'm sorry, but I'll do my best to do you proud. <laughs> sounds good. Thanks. All right, thank you. And then there were two. Rachel, it's now time to go head-to-head. Get ready. Our final item up for bid here. I'm feeling hungry. Okay. Oh, I love these. I want some snacks. I have a 2.25-ounce bag of Cane's Homestyle Triple Cheese Chips. (laughs) 
Alicia, how much are no, you paying? Oh, sorry, Rachel. How much are you paying in the prison prices rights for that? Go $1. $1. $1. All right. Kelly Jordan, how much are you paying in the prison prices rights for Kane's home style triple cheese chips? Dang. How how, how many ounces? 2.25 ounces. That's a pretty small bag of chips. I'm guessing it's the lunch bag, like you would put in your kid's lunch box. I'm going to go 65 cents. 65 cents. Rachel, you ever been to Winstock? Not yet. Well, that's changing because you're in. Dang it. $1.13. I'm not going to lie to you, Rachel. You were really close, both guesses. Yeah. Hmm. You said you haven't been in prison. I've never been to prison, but I am a shopper. In in prison? (laughs) (laughs) Do you go to the commissary and pick up a couple of things to go? Well, you know what? How dare I question your methods? You are in. You are going to Winstock 2024 both days to see Jason Aldean and everybody. Who are you going to bring? Probably my husband, Eric. All right. Have a good it's always time. probably with the husbands. <laughs> well, she doesn't know if they'll still probably. be together then. It's, a, oh. it's six months away. Oh, <laughs> Rachel, come on now. I'm teasing. All right, but we'll see you at Winstock, Rachel. Thank you. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our very first break of the day. We tack it on the end of the podcast. Music to clean by. Yes. Also painful tattoos. Yeah, we, we kind of jumped around a little bit, but you know, hey. We did. We had a good one. I loved it. It was fun. It was a fun way to start the show today, and you will hear it all right now in our bonus track. We call it, well, we call it our bonus track. It's the first break of the day. Kelly and Wood. Yeah. There it goes. Come on. <laughs> Come on, baby. I don't know what's up with you lately, man. You're extremely irritable. I, I honestly, I think it's just, I have too much stuff going on right now. You do. I have but, too much stuff, and I need you to carry me. But you see that door right there, Wood? Mm-hmm. Leave it on the other side of that door. Well, I mean, I got to bring it in here and talk about it. <laughs> no, you don't. Just kidding. I'm glad that you have a lot going on because I have nothing going on in my life. <laughs> no, <bro. laughs> so, That's not true. You just had a birthday. I did. I bought a Tahoe. You bought wheel or you bought tires. I did. That was exciting. You're talking <laughs> about getting a boat. You got a lot of things going on, big can fellow. I, can I say something? Being in Minnesota, like sh- boat shopping. Well, in the wintertime, definitely like feels good. Like, because you're seeing all these boats on the water and you're kind of getting excited about next, you know, spring, mm-hmm. May, you know, hopefully May be able to get back out on the water. I don't know. Maybe not. You for sure. Oh, man. I'll be out there cold. I would have been out there in November this year if you'd, I had a boat that worked. You'd be out there today. So, if it was, dude, speaking of being out on the water, what was it? Thursday, I was driving home, right? And I pass over Lake Orono, which is in Elk River, Minnesota. All right. And, I mean, shoot, we haven't had that many days of frigidly cold temperatures. Not not at all. There was a dude out there ice skating on the lake. And I was like, my God, dude. Are you sure? I'm, I, dude, I know what someone ice skating looks like. I, I'm, maybe you were under the influence. Maybe you were having sleep deprivation. <laughs> no, but it is. Okay, so Lake Orono, you know I have my designated spots where I'll pull over to take a quick nap on the way home. All six of them. Because I get very sleepy. Yeah, because every 10 minutes I have a different spot in case, in case I get sleepy. Dude, I'm sleep deprived as a human being should probably be and mm-hmm. still be allowed to be on the roads. So I have my spot. And one of those spots is a parking lot right by Lake Orono. And there's also bonus a porta potty there. So if I have to urinate when I wake up from my sleep, I got a porta potty I can go use right there. Hey, 
we don't have to share everything. <laughs> so there's, there's some things we can keep to ourselves. So I pulled over to take a quick just, and they're just like little 10 minute snoozers, just so I'm oh, not. Oh, thank God. <laughs> you said sleep. All right. <laughs> no. So they're just a little 10 minute nap so that I, you know, I'm not dozing off behind the wheel on the way home. Mm-hmm. And the Tiguan, to be 100% honest, as much as I love that car, is not really meant for a full re- reclining of the seat. Tiguan. And I see a guy's car parked there, and I was like, well, where the heck is this guy? So oh, I'm, yeah. I'm just looking around, <laughs> and all of a sudden I see some guy. Come skating by. I was like, there's no way that ice is more than two inches thick. Like, and that's not enough for skates to hold skates. Mm-mm. I was just like, man, that dude. Well, d- how about Trish just texting Kelly? I saw three kids playing hockey on Orono Lake over the weekend as well. Oh, okay. So you, d- okay. Whoever text, I don't have my text pulled up yet. Doesn't it seem, Trish. okay, Trish, doesn't that seem a little early? I'm no ice expert. I don't claim to be. I don't know nothing about ice fishing or anything like that. Brian Riley's our outdoorsman. Right. But man, it seems early to be on the ice. Rachel is texting in. If there's two inches of ice, people will be out fishing on it. Oh, that's terrifying. Lunatics. You got to be able to see waves underneath that much ice. <clears throat> like, there's no way. I, I couldn't do it. I, I need three feet. Give mm. me three feet of ice and I'll be out there. Minimum. What is the, what is the, like, I think the minimum to pull a car out there is like 16 inches, right, of ice? I have no clue. But I know that, you know, every year people go out there early and right. then somebody gets stuck. What was it, like Red Lake Red last Lake, year? yeah. That, well, like an island broke off. I think it was that dummy Brian Riley was on that. I know. Let's see. Uh, Ashley says there have been people out fishing near Spicer, New London. But that is a little bit further north, right? I don't know if it's been that much colder. I think Spicer's south. It is? Pretty sure. Of us? Yeah. Oh. My bad. (laughs) And here I am doing a small town salute every day. I don't even know where these towns are at. (laughs) The northern capital. (laughs) Down here. (laughs) I don't know, man. Lake Orono, though, that that just did not seem. I was was like, maybe I should sit here and make sure this guy gets off the ice. Okay. And you know what he was doing? Now, Lake Orono is not a gigantic lake, but it's fairly decent size. And he was like going around the entire lake. What the hell were you going to do if he went in? Call 911. <laughs> other than honk your horn. Call for an airstrike. Go into the porta potty. Speaking of uh, icy conditions, she was a little icy on the way in this morning. It is. Give yourself a little extra time on your way out this I, morning. When I would really say that you got to give yourself some time is from the walk to the from like the car to your work or your home or whatever. Yes. Low center of gravity, right? Walk like a penguin. Maybe a shuffle. You know, there's the there's Don't the there's dare. the classic. There's a very certain way that you can walk in Minnesota, and it, it's called the Minnesota Shuffle. Would we've only played it once in the year in, in this season, and you're maybe just one more time before the year ends, because I don't know if we're gonna get any more harsh weather. It's supposed to be like fifty tomorrow. So I don't know. Maybe does anyone want to hear the Minnesota Shuffle? I mean, you can text in if you want to. I'm gonna look around the room. <laughs> looking for any hands? See, is anybody calling in saying that they want to hear it? No. Okay, hands. that's cool. We got a dial tone there. Uh, all right, we don't have to play it. Never mind. Well, uh, that was stupid. Amber I, I, says ice fishing in Holding Ford right now, two to three inches on the ice. That seems dangerous. Grace, my boyfriend's been out fishing in Brainerd, Minnesota. Now I know that's north. Yes. Ashley says, yeah, we're definitely south. Okay. Now, uh, here come the texters. Pocket, right. play the Minnesota Shuffle. Becky, Minnesota Shuffle. Misty, Minnesota Shuffle. <laughs> Rachel, play it. Lindsay, My play it. 
My people. Damn you. My people coming through. You know why? Because they know they're out there shuffling this morning. No. And they're not alone because we're all doing it. You heard? It's icy everywhere right now in Minnesota. Don't worry. You're going to be just fine. Here we go. Winter time up in the bold north, but we can't stop moving. Gotta keep it back and forth to the job, to the house, to the grocery store. You got places to be and you can't be sore, but there's ice on the ground. Ice in the streets. There's ice everywhere in big old sheets. So you gotta be careful. You don't want to struggle. Slow it on down and do the Minnesota shuffle. Shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that shuffle on that shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that ice shuffle on that shuffle on that shuffle on that ice when i was a kid i didn't know what to do i would run real crazy and crack my tooth a busted elbow or a bruised butt cheek i was from minnesota didn't matter to me no one told me that there was a better way to get around on these icy days they say kelly slow down you don't want to struggle you want to break it down into the minnesota shuffle shuffle on that ice shuffle on that ice shuffle on that Shuffle on that, shuffle on that ice. Shuffle on that ice. Right, one more verse, one. On oh, yeah. And it's the best shuffle one. Shuffle on that, shuffle on that ice. So now you know what to do this winter. Not to bust your butt and to be a winner. People from out of town will think it's great. On these long, cold winters in the state of lakes, they'll say, How do you even walk in this icy cold? We'll say, Man, we do something a little more bold. We don't fall down and we don't struggle. We just break it on down and do that Minnesota show. Shuffle on that ice, shuffle on that ice, shuffle on that, shuffle on that, shuffle on that ice. Oh, Becca was on your side there. She said, please no. No. Look at Alice, Richard, KB, Sarah, Jack, Babs, Jennifer. We're all in this together. That's why. We haven't even played James Brown yet. I know. We're falling behind. You spit in James Brown's face? No way. I've watched. I'd like to hear you do it once. Oh, I would flow so hard. <laughs> I'd like to hear you do it. You can't even get a sentence out half the time. It would break your hip. If I brought the noise, the funk, the game. Getting a sentence out half the time. Man. Well, you know, it's a lot of work. Anyway, yeah. that's that's the way we go. We got the show going this morning. We are very happy that you're here. Yes, it is a little bit. It, it smelled good outside this morning, though. Nice and fresh. And it was bright. It was. The snow really does make things bright, even at, you know, 4 a.m. It's kind of like, all right, all right, we can get through this. Yeah, I didn't mind it this morning. It was like 27, too. If if this was all the worst that winter got in Minnesota, mm-hmm. we would be the most populous state in the country. Oh, without a doubt. Because it wouldn't be so brutal. Because my, my, uh, my sister-in-law used to do HR for Target headquarters, and so she would say that they would bring people up, and they would love it until about January. Like, they would, like, you know, bring in corporate people. Sure. And they would love it until January, and then they just couldn't hold on to people through January. It's tough. Right. It's especially, tough. especially if you've never seen it before. My, my wife, God bless her soul. I'm telling you this, man. You know, we, we got our move coming up here in a week and a half, and I am going to miss Minnesota summers like no other. Right. But yeah, that is just, there is no better place on earth. To be than up here in this area. That's what keeps me going, man. During summers, man. Looking at them boats. I was like, well, we just got to get you one. I know. Maybe Come get, sail away. Maybe maybe since you're leaving, I can get some of your pay put on my check. I actually took a little bit of yours <laughs> on my way out the door. <laughs> I knew I knew it. <laughs> I mean, what's he going to do, buy a boat? It's not a big deal. I was like, what is this MW deduction on here now? I've never. Oh, Matt Wood. Uh-huh. I've never seen that before. Oh, look, someone sent in a, a Jack sent in a picture of his kids out ice skating on the lake. Oh, they're the. Oh, that's terrifying. 
Ooh. All right. I, that that picture is terrifying. You could like see through the water. Yeah. Oh, no. hail to the no. How was your evening, Wood? Busy. Busy. There, I I have no more relaxations. Well, you had enough for a hundred people leading up to this point in your life. You've lived a hundred lifetimes of relaxation up until now. Hurtful. You know how many times you would come in and be like, yeah, I parked my truck on Friday and it didn't move until Monday morning. That's planning, my friend. <laughs> That's looking ahead and taking control of your household. All right. Anyway. But yeah, I'm. I'm. So yesterday, tattoo day. Right. Let's get that out of the way. How many hours did you sit for the tattoo this time? I got another two hours in. Not bad. With my boy Sean at Fresh Skin Tattoos, went in there, got two hours in. Because I know that's a very tender spot on your body. Uh, yeah. It's on his leg, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm in the gyno chair or something. No, no, it was the leg. And I don't know what it is. Like, my body is just messed up. My legs hurt more than anything else. And I am trying like heck to get as much in here, right? So yesterday, go in, and I I said, Sean, you don't stop. Clear your calendar for the rest of the day. You just hold my leg down, and you just keep going. No matter how much I wiggle, whine, whatever, we just keep blasting, right? Right. And honestly, so there I am with one of my best friends, right? Yeah. Usually I'm very talkative. I didn't, like, there was nothing being said. I was such a bad tattoo client. Uh, and maybe, uh, maybe he enjoyed a little peace and quiet for once. We just kept going until we got to a point where I, I it, it was barking. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, let's just keep going back at it. You ever get like a cramp in your foot or your hand and your fingers and toes just like bend? And you can't stop it. Right, yeah. My back did that. Ooh, ouch. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, when you're doing it up, because we're up there, like, behind my knee almost. Yeah. And I keep getting, like, these pains going from all the way up my leg into my back, like, almost all the way up to my neck. And at one point in time, like, all right, so we took, like, a quick break, got some other things set up. He says, all right, we're going to go. I was like, all right, let's hit it. We. My entire back curled up backwards. And I, I came off the table. Jeez, dude. And he even says, like, dude, I'm not doing this anymore to you. I was like, no, keep, keep going. <laughs> and boom, we had to stop. Two hours, that was it. So You need to, you need to hire an independent anesthesiologist to come in there. <laughs> There's been some people that have done that. Really? Dak Prescott of the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. He was put under anesthesia and got like half of his body tattooed. Oh, that's I was just joking. I didn't know you could actually do that. That's actually like a trend among the uber rich. So they get can done. sit forever. And like they'll get they'll go under for six hours or whatever and then have like multiple tattoo artists do a bunch of tattoos at once. I I can't imagine first of all, the price tag. If you've ever had surgery and if you've ever looked back at your bill afterwards, yeah. Anesthesia. That's like that's what's expensive. Yeah, Anesthesiologist. But, yes, but you want those people to be happy. Right. No, <laughs> like, I get that. Of all the people in that room, I want the anesthesiologist to be happy with their life decision. But for the most part, like they they get paid like most and they, I'm sure there's other ones that are out there that are wrong, but for the most part, I think they get paid more than the surgeons do. I think there was a point in my life where I was going to try and become an anesthesiologist mm-hmm. and then I realized that they could kill people. Well, yeah. I thought, because I didn't know that, dude. You're not paying attention. I had never had surgery in my life, and I thought, well, I'll just, I'll make tons of money. You know, how hard can it be to sit there and hold a mask on someone's face? And then I realized, like, you're you're literally holding someone just this side of the curtain, of the veil, into the other world. 
You've never had surgery, have you? No, I haven't. Okay. I've never had surgery. Do you imagine that I when you fine-tuned machine. walk in for surgery, the anesthesiologist like jumps on your back with a rag over your mouth and like rides you down? Sure. <laughs> I, as, from my knowledge, I know nothing else except for the episodes of ER that I've watched. It is pretty wild, though, when you go into the emergency room. They're always freezing cold. Right. And, and chances are you're... Close to nude at some point in time. Yeah. And they do the whole, you know, hey, all right, we're going to put this mask over your mouth, count back from 10. I ain't going to lie to you. You usually don't even get to nine. Yeah. That's so wild, man. But anyway, so I get my tattoos done. Yes. I got a mountain of chores Mm -hmm. at the house, right? Right. I've got got a punch list of 15 things I've got to get done over here for the next nine days before everybody comes and takes my entire life away, right? Yes. I'm going to say something, and I would love to bring it up here. Okay, do it then. I needed to get motivated. I needed to get my house rocking and rolling. I got one leg. I'm dragging it around like a, I had just fought in the Civil War. Quasimodo. I just left the <laughs> Battle of Antietam, and I'm limping around the house. I will say this. I believe that there is no greater decade for house cleaning music than the 80s. Oh, I'll co-sign that all day long. And I'll, and I, we all know why. I, I it, mean... It's, it's the cocaine. Right? It's the cocaine of the 80s. They needed music that could live up to the, their racing hearts, and that's why it's so motivational. So I had like an hour or so before the kids got home. My wife was at work, and yeah. I knew I needed to get some stuff done. I needed a hero. <laughs> so I blasted it in the house, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm picturing you with leg warmers on, a sweatband on your head. My left leg's like not responding to movement. I'm just dragging it around. Oh, yeah. I'm emptying out the fridge. I'm boxing up the last part of the kids' crap. And I'm telling you, the 80s just banged. Oh, uh, dude, I could, si- I could sit here and play this kind of music all morning long. I love 80s music. And I... Like my parents used to play this stuff in the house when they were cleaning, you know. Now at that point in time, it was just music, you know right. what I mean? Like it was the pop music. But yeah, man, this reminds me of like car trips with my parents, listening to KS ninety five until we lost it out of the Twin Cities. Oh yeah. Actually, this reminds me of everyone doing house chores and me going, "Hey, where's Dad? And he's outside sneaking a heater." <laughs> hey! Bonnie Tyler did this one, man. Oh, yeah. Is she the also one that did Total Eclipse of the Heart? Yeah. Is that Bonnie Tyler also? Okay. You know which other one I love from the 80s? The, one of, this is one of my most motivating songs from the 80s. I don't, tell me if you like this one. I don't know. Wait, oh, this is going to be the video, so it's going to be kind of funky in a minute. Mm. Uh, sorry. Ooh. This one gets me going. Susa Studio. Susa Studio. It's studio, not studio. Uh, I believe it's studio. <laughs> what is studio? It's a girl. Why would he be so passionate about the studio? Because he's excited to go into work. <laughs> St- <The> studio. <laughs> now I feel stupid because I'm always thinking this when I'm walking in here. I'm like, studio. Oh, this song jams. And I honestly think that this... This decade of music is so good because everyone was coked out of their mind. And may I say, I think everyone was just happier back then. Well, 
When you're all blasted right. out of goof right. Again, back to the cocaine. <laughs> I'm back there out there shoveling the roof. <laughs> didn't even snow. <laughs> I'm just saying. It just it, life seemed happier back then. It was, like when we listen to Top 40 radio now, because I have young kids, and mm-hmm. you know, I try and stay young and swinging with the riz. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, that was the most Googled word of I saw that. Okay. But uh, no, and I listen, I'm like, is there any fun songs anymore? Just like happy, fun so it's all like breakups and death and the world hates me and all I'm like, God bless America, this music's terrible. Well not and to then get, I'm, get off my lawn. Well not to get too deep on it, but look at the TVs. Look at what the news shoves down your throat all the time. And let's be honest, music is a reflection of what's going on. You go back to the sixties, yeah. What was it? It was anti war stuff, right? Yeah. Then the seventies, all peace and love. Cool. Eighties, cocaine. Yeah. 90s grunge, like the then you saw like the rise of hip hop and all that. So I mean, it reflects the time. And sadly, I do think you turn on the news, you turn on all this other stuff. Everyone's sad. You're told you don't fit in and all this stuff. It, it you know it what reflects I think, it. You know what I think we need. Kick the door in. <laughs> oh, man. It does take me a little too far sometimes because Andrew right. has to like, bring me back. Like, all right, boy, everybody just calm down. Like, Matt, you're yelling at the kids. I'm like, Murphy's <laughs> packed nothing. <laughs> well, she's six. <laughs> I did challenge the children. I told them yesterday, I was like, why don't you just pack up a couple boxes of your toys, right? Yeah. They suck at it. Well, it was awful. They're little. It was awful. And this might actually be emotional for them. I know you don't want to. I know you just want to power through, but we're woods. Yeah, we but, bury that deep. <laughs> I gotta walk in the room. The dog's in a box. I'm like, hey, this sucks. <laughs> just get out of here. Dad'll do it all. Well, and what did I do? I cranked up some Bonnie Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew's like, what are you packing? I'm just everything. <laughs> Why are you taking the doors off the hinges? I don't know. <laughs> just got like a box next to a thing. I'm just shoving the entire tabletop into it. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. Boy, now you got me all cranked up. I'm telling you, I, I still have more, a ton of crap to do. Like, today is, the the big one for me today is the fridge. Yeah. You know I'm not doing it without Bonnie got my back. No, nah, man. Yeah. So I ripped the top off the tub. What the hell is this? Oh. <laughs> Throwing it right out in the trash. Merry Christmas 2004. <laughs> all right. Well, Wood, we're all praying for you, my friend. Thank you. Should we go ahead and do a little history? Might as well. Man, I worked up a little sweat on that one. I, I'm telling you, man, you need something done around the house, you pop on a little BT, it'll be done before you know it. <laughs> oh, man. It was that's on- right. I'm calling Bonnie Tyler BT now. <laughs> it was on this day, Wood, back in... You know, do you know that that song, Total Eclipse of the Heart, is about a love affair with a vampire? Get the hell out of here. I know. I saw a little quick documentary on... You know I go down YouTube wormholes nonstop, mm-hmm. and I saw a little YouTube thing about it that it was actually a love song about a vampire. I don't buy that. Okay. I guess I guess the fact that she said it means absolutely... And the guy who wrote the song said it means nothing. Well, I mean, if we... Wood's be, opinion, who thinks it's Stu Stu Studio. Let's be real. The video's weird. Oh, is that, it's, yeah, because she's having a love affair with a vampire. Well, and it's a bunch of kids. Right. Because it's creepy. And then their eyes glow? Yeah. That's haunting. Dude, we're running late. We got we to gotta move on. I'm well, sorry. You're the one who brought it up. Well, Studio. <laughs> it was on this day in 1933. We therefore recommend that the Congress of the United States immediately propose 
an amendment to the federal constitution repealing the 18th Amendment. 1933, prohibition was repealed on this day. Mm. Like 30 people died of alcohol poisoning that night. That was a... Well, remember, the government poisoned alcohol. Right. Before that. And prohibition led to the mixed drink. Did you know that? Oh, because, because they're trying to hide it? No, because the alcohol was so like raw mm. and hard that people were drinking. You had to cut it with something, and that led to the mixed drink. Otherwise, people used to normally just drink booze. And that's not even touching on the absolute rise of organized crime that right. it led to. And that, I, I didn't know that prohibition went on for 13 years. Mm-hmm. I had no. I thought it was like a year, and then they were like, yeah, this ain't working. Well, sometimes the cure <laughs> is a little worse than the disease. <laughs> uh, it was on this day in 1984. We're not going to fall for a banana in the tailpipe. You're not going to fall for the banana and the tailpipe? <laughs> it should be more natural, brother. It should flow out like this. Look, man, I ain't falling for no banana in my tailpipe. Man, at the peak of his popularity, Beverly Hills Cop comes out starring Eddie Murphy on this. Speaking of 80s songs, that'll get you going. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Put this one on later. From the movie Beverly Hills Cop. I can't believe they used to play this on the radio. Hell yeah. There's no words. It's just just funk. Oh, man, that's good. I wanted this song played at my funeral. Because you, you can't not be happy hearing this song. Play play Stu Stu Studio at my funeral. Yours? Because I Done. saw it. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know you're dying first. <laughs> you're totally out of your done. mind. Dude, come on. Just make sure that one's played. Because everyone's... My wife says she won't play it. I'll play it for you. But you know my great-grandfather your wife demanded... Isn't, who am I kidding? Your wife's not going to invite me to your funeral. My great-grandfather demanded that Polka be played at his funeral. And my great-grandmother wouldn't do it. Oh, my grandpa definitely had polka playing at his funeral. Come on. It was... And dude, be upset when a polka song is on. Even it's the, impossible. Even the sad polka songs make you happy. Yeah. Beer in heaven? Come on. Right. I don't want her. You can have her. She's too fat for me. Jimmy Polka. <laughs> Come on, baby. Uh, oh, kind of a... Well, speaking of funerals, mm. wow, that was a good segue. On this day in 2022... Sam, just because I put my work before my social life does not mean I don't have boyfriends. I have boyfriends. I could pick up that phone and have a dozen dates for Friday night. Yeah, but could you get one as great looking as I am? Blindfolded, gagged, and with both hands tied behind my back. Kirstie Alley passed away on this day last year. And one of the... Maybe the only show... That got better when they replaced people. Yes, and I was just, when I was pulling that sound clip, I was telling you, you know what's funny? Her character development was spot on, because mm-hmm. she comes in as this hard businesswoman, and then just being around all those people, it's like they just destroy her life, and by the end of the show, she's like this loser. Yeah, a massive loser that they all made fun of. Right. Oh, man, that was just genius writing, man. And think of the characters they did replace. You know, Sherry Long, obviously, she leaves. Shelly Long. Yeah, and then uh, Coach dies. Yep. And Woody they Harrison. They bring in Woody. Yeah. And it, it's just... It's tough to see. Like, we've all seen the TV shows. Like, when someone leaves, the show just falls apart. Oh, man, yeah. But the the, the other difference, though, is the, those people left as the show was still coming up. Like, it wasn't... True. I don't think it hit its apex yet. So I think it was okay that those characters were replaced. And then think, the character of Fraser Crane, not on the show the first season, right. gets in, gets, you know, Lilith, again, was like a, a you know, a supporting character yeah then becomes kind of a main focus there i'm telling you if you're like if you weren't around when that show was on television say you're like 22 years old or something watch cheers like if you like friends if you like seinfeld if you like all those shows now it is there is a lot of stuff that would be deemed inappropriate today. oh yeah so buckle up for that because sam was a he was a womanizer mm-hmm. 
and he wasn't afraid to show it. And they're you know Carlos throwing it around like bird seed, right? You know, there's a lot of racy things about the show. But my dad, I always remember, we had to be home Thursday nights for Cheers. Yeah, I heck yeah, because there was no taping it or you know DVR catching it streaming. It, you had to be there for it. I remember when it used to come on after the ten o'clock news that night. So it was on at ten thirty in reruns, right? Right. And, like, the sound at the end of Cheers, still to this day, like, kind of warms my heart a little bit. Oh, yeah. Because it makes me think about, like, all right, it's time to go to bed. It's very weird. All right, it, now I'm getting emotional. It makes me think of my dad. Like, yeah. hearing that Cheers theme, Cheers theme song is, like, one of the few ones I will not skip. Right. You're right. When I'm streaming it and stuff, I just hear that. Cause, and there's a picture. I've told my wife, if she ever wants to get me the greatest gift ever... It's when it fades out at the end of that song. Yeah. There's a guy there holding a beer with a couple of his buddies. Right. He's not a rich guy. Yeah. But he is just as happy as can be with his buddies at the bar. And t- I told my wife, that picture yeah. is happiness to me. Well, uh, dude, I bet you could get that on like. Probably. Pinterest, like someone on Pinterest has probably made it or mm-hmm. Timu or something like that. But just seeing that guy smile, you know, and he worked a. Dog yeah. poo job, yeah. and just that was happiness to him, and I love that. His wife and his kids probably don't appreciate him at all. Why would they? His only happiness is having a beer. He's a pretty young fella. He may not have. He may have tied down. Yet. Dude, back in those days, people That's were having true. kids at fifteen, getting married off, yeah. right? Dead by thirty. Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty sweet. Good old days. Uh, it's celebrating a birthday today, Wood. I said it before and I'll say it again. This is the song that brought me back to country music. Gary Allen underrated? That's underrated? Yeah. I would say he's massively underrated. It's he's got a good song. He's one of my favorites. And I did not like country music at all in like, say, 2003, right? Because it was like all that corny 90s stuff my dad mm-hmm. listened to. I was like, ugh, I don't like this. And then I met my wife and she loved country. And I heard this song one time and I was like, oh, I'm back, baby. He's got to be, I'm going to say he's 55. Uh, Gary Allen, you're close, my friend. He's actually the ripe old age of 56. Okay. Also, I'll take that. Also celebrating a birthday today. And I don't want the world to see me Cause I don't think that they'd understand Google Doll singer Johnny Resnick. I don't think that's how you pronounce his name, but... This is a song that I like that I don't tell people I like. No, I was just about to say, I can see you cranking this one up. Well... Well, windows are up. Right. No traffic around. Single tear coming down. But I have no idea how old he is. He looks bad. Like, he looks really bad. I met him, so in 2003, I was doing an interview. I was on Kiss FM oh my. at Austin, Texas, and I got to interview him, and it was, I, I still have it on CD, and I always threaten to bring it in here so we can play it, because it's some of the worst audio you'll ever hear in your life. Oh, yeah. I'm like, so are you excited to be in Austin? <laughs> I was all nervous. You know, like he was a big star, dude. And I wasn't used to it. No. You know, like up until that time, every star I had interviewed had like one. It was like Vanessa Carlton or Kelly Clarkson fresh off of American Idol. Like it wasn't that big of a deal. But going to interview the lead singer of the Goo Goo Dolls was a big deal. And I sounded just terrified. Do they have any other hits? Apologies to any Goo Goo Doll fans out there. I'm going to punch you in the mouth. Well... Square in the, the fact that you can't tell me yes or no. Yeah, they have tons of hits, dude. Name it. They have Name, which was their big hit. They have Black Balloon, which is a massive hit. They have Big Machine, which was a big hit. Honestly, there's probably a solid chance I thought all three of those are the same song. Fine. 
He's 55 get your, today. Get your Bonnie Tyler back on, man. <laughs> he's 55 today. No, he's actually the ripe old age of 58. He's older than Gary Allen? He looks 68. He's he's had a I don't know man I don't know if he struggled with addiction or what it was but he's had a rough stretch rock and roll lifestyle man, man. I'm telling you 